Hello YouTube success, welcome to a new episode. Uh, you know, when we're doing these episodes, I, we normally record them and we want to make them evergreen, right? It's, if you're running a podcast, you're like, well, I should always do my content. So if you listen to it any time, it's always appropriate. That's the hope, really. Of course, you know, like some things happen, like time goes and things you say a long time ago might not be as appropriate now. So a great example of this is if you've watched or listened to any YouTube content about keywords, a lot of people talk about how keywords are not as important anymore. You know, the, the tags, the keywords you put in your tag, that kind of thing. Some people will argue about it. It's still very important. It's still worth doing. Other people will say that the AI is so good in YouTube that actually it doesn't really need to be added. The AI knows who you are, what the video is about, and it will distribute it to the right people. So there's stuff like that that's not as appropriate. I've totally gone on a tangent, right? That's not what this episode is about at all. But um, I, I just wanted to sort of point out that when you're creating this content, you want to make it evergreen because this episode is not evergreen in any way. And I'm going to explain to you why in a second. First thing I wanted to share with you is just a bit of a celebration, really, because I am a small creator. And if you listen to this, you might think, hopefully, over the time, you've thought, well, actually, I've got some good advice from Matt. It's been worth listening and subscribing to this podcast or watching on YouTube if you're watching there as well. Hey, did you notice the new office background? I've got a new background. I've not done my hair today as well is another thing. So if you're listening to on, on the podcast, go and check it out on YouTube and you'll see what I mean. Uh, things like that are really important. Another tangent, it's really important to me. It feels like putting makeup on, you know, doing my hair is, is the same sort of thing, I think, for women putting their makeup on in the background and everything that happens in your environment is also important to me. It's the mise-en-scene is what they would say in filmmaking terms, which is in the scene, what's in the scene. Uh, so, you know, I do care about this stuff. It is important. Anyway, let's go back to the celebration. My ADHD brain is coming out clearly in waves today. So I wanted to talk about milestones really because I've got a little bit of an achievement and the achievement is that I've become monetized. Now, when you're starting a YouTube channel, when you're getting started and when you're aiming for stuff, I think it's important to have some kind of milestones to aim for. And YouTube already give you milestones. So I think the first milestone is a thousand subscribers, then it's 10,000, then a hundred thousand, then a million, and then ridiculousness beyond those numbers. Uh, can you ever even, for anyone here at whatever level you are, can you even dream of a million subscribers and what that would mean for your business and what that would do for you uh, personally as well. Even though the people talk about these being uh, vanity metrics, they're absolutely not vanity metrics. They are important for a lot of people. But there's milestones like that that I think are important. And actually, when we're starting on YouTube, I often talk to people about the first thousand subscribers because monetization, I think it's changed actually recently. It's gone from 1,000 to 500 now you need to get monetized, uh, as well as it going from 4,000 watch hours to 3,000, but I still think that first 1,000 is super important, but it doesn't necessarily mean, okay, it's 500 now, doesn't necessarily mean that you will get monetized. You can hit those numbers and still not have enough watch hours in order to be um, eligible for the YouTube Partner Program. And I didn't have that, I didn't have the watch hours. I've been on YouTube, strangely enough, I think with this channel, I've been on YouTube since 2018, which is ridiculous. I really started trying on YouTube probably in 2021. And I made around 40,000 pounds that year from brand deals 
off-platform activities. So it's still making money with the channel, but it was with off-platform activities. So even though I wasn't monetized, my first brand deal I got when I had 763 subscribers, I'm sure that's the number. I wouldn't have that number in my mind if it wasn't true. Uh, 763 subscribers, I got a brand deal. And that was huge because I got paid for four videos. And then beyond that first four videos, I then got offered a long-term contract with a particular agency, which meant that I got this extra money as well. So I was not monetized and I've just become monetized in the last couple of days. So we are at the end, at the start of the new year. So this is 2024, the 3rd of January, 2024. That's why I said this was not evergreen episode. And I got monetized just at the end of the year. So I got the email that said, hey, you, you're now, you can now apply for the YouTube Partner Programme and I did, and it got approved, and now I'm monetized. Now, let me set, tell you, I haven't got a check yet. So I haven't got any money from my YouTube channel from the monetization. And I always say to people, like, this shouldn't be the goal. The milestones are important. 1,000, 10,000, uh, 100,000, a million. Milestones are important. One of the members in the community has just joined um, the YouTube community, youtubecommunity.co.uk, Ricky, just posted a join the community and then he posted matt i've just hit a hundred thousand subscribers amazing he's a good guitar teacher so shout out to you ricky if you're listening to this episode as well a brilliant achievement when you're thinking about these milestones they are huge achievements and it's not just a hundred thousand it's ten thousand it's a thousand you should celebrate these things as you're going along now i do use tubebuddy so tubebuddy also tells me i've just logged into my channel there it tells me I had 150,000 views as of December the 16th and 2,500 subscribers as of December the 9th. My subscribers right now are 2,849. So I'm 150 away from 3,000, which is another little milestone that I'll be happy with when I get there. So I just wanted to share that with you, largely because even though this is not an evergreen piece of content, who knows where I will be in 2025. When I think about the year ahead and I'm planning for content and planning what we're going to do, I'm thinking about where we could be in the next 12 months. Then it leads me on to something, well there's two things, two extra things I want to tell you about. Firstly, I couldn't do this episode without talking about TubeFest. In fact, every episode, I think, between now and May, I will be talking about TubeFest in some way, shape or form. I've got some interviews we've got coming up on the podcast and there will be with some of the speakers that we've got at TubeFest. So if you don't know what TubeFest is, it's the video marketing conference that you need to be at. <laughs> you need to be at, right? Because it's the first video marketing conference of its type, I think in Europe, but I'll definitely say in the UK, and we've got an amazing lineup. We've got 15 speakers across a full day of, I've called it video marketing because it's a full day of video-based content. But also we've got two tracks. So we've got a creator's track and we've got a business track. I'm now thinking to myself, I've done an episode about this. I don't think I have. So if I've done an episode and you've heard all of this, apologies. But we've got a creator's track, which is all about big creators. Well, it's all about creators in general who can teach other creators how to be good creators. So I've got people like Nick Nimim. I've got Austin Armstrong. I've got, uh, well, I've got a bunch of people that are 
what I would say influences in their own right. So they've got a huge amount of influence based on their vanity metrics of subscribers. But I would say if you want to understand what it takes to really be a full-time creator, those are the people that you can look up to and say they are doing that now. And they will teach you strategies and tactics and things you need to know to become a full-time creator. Right? That, to me, alone is worth going to TubeFest. It's tubefest.live is the website address. And TubeFest is happening on May the 23rd, 2024, in just five months' time. And you can get your tickets now. The tickets are on sale. We sold uh, just short of 100 tickets before Christmas. We had a big launch in December. And then we are now uh, looking to sell another 200 tickets over the next five months. So then we've got a business track and the business track is about how to monetize your business as a creator. That's really the focus. And, and so when I said video marketing, one of the people on the business track is a woman called Louise who uses YouTube as the top of her funnel. If you're not used to funnels and, and lead magnets and all that kind of stuff, it's a topic for a separate episode completely for sure. But she basically has when you sell a product you need to get in front of people first which is the marketing side of things and then you put them through some kind of sales cycle people often call it a funnel and then you sell something to them on the, on the end but you need the people at the top of the funnel the audience in order to sell to people if you don't have no people you've got no one to sell to so louise uses linkedin and has banged on about this for the last year I've been friends with her on LinkedIn for a while now, or connected with her at least, and I've been to a few events where she's been there and she's been talking, and every time I talk about YouTube, she says, Matt, you know what, YouTube's been the best lead generation tool for me, I get so much business from YouTube, and she's a LinkedIn trainer, she's a LinkedIn expert would be a, a more appropriate term really. And I was like, Louise, you've got to come to, to this event and speak and tell us how you are using a platform that's totally unrelated to your expertise she's using youtube to sell linkedin services so there's people like that there's people like robin way there's a whole andrew and pete there's a whole bunch of of business-based people that are using content creation as a, a method to bring an audience to their business and so i just wanted to bring those two groups of people together in the hope that you as a as a new creator as an experienced creator as a new business as an established business, you could talk to people that you probably wouldn't normally talk to. If you're a business owner that doesn't create much content and you want to get into marketing and, and create more content, you speak to the creators. If you're a creator that doesn't do much business, is not making much much money or wants to become full-time and you need to monetize your business, speak to the business owners. They're going to be in the room together. The speakers are going to be there. They're not speakers that are hands-off, that you won't be able to speak to them. They are going to be in the audience with you. When I went to uh, Vid Summit for the first time, which is a, an event that's in Dallas in the US, I remember sitting next to a woman there and, and we were both watching, we were at the front, I was on the front row and we were both watching this woman. And I said to her, it was uh, this woman, it's six sisters, I think she's called. There was like these six sisters and they had huge channel and they've got brand deals and all that kind of stuff. And I sat next to this woman, I think her name was Sarah. I'm sure her name was Sarah. And I said to her, it was 2018. So forgive me for not getting the names right. But I said to her, I said, what are you doing? She says, I've got a cooking channel on Facebook. Little did I know that she was one of the speakers. 
later on I watched her session and she had the biggest cooking channel on Facebook. Not one of, she had the biggest. She had several million followers or subscribers or, or likes, I think is what Facebook does really. She had several million likes and it was all about, I don't know if you've ever seen those cooking videos where you see from the top down and you see them getting made and then uh, it's really creative types of videos and they show you like how to create something in like a minute. And it does really quick. It gives you all the ingredients and then you see all the quick cuts and the food getting made. It's, you know, proper makes you hungry. <laughs> At least it makes me hungry when I'm watching these videos. But she had that channel. She had the main one and, and was a huge creator. And I just sat next to her. I sat there chatting to her, you know. And I never forget that because when I created Too Fest, I was like, let's make it something where that's the case. When I went last went to Vid Summit, Mr. Beast was there. You don't get near Mr. Beast, you know, like he's there, he's talking. They tell everyone, hey, Mr. Beast is Jimmy here. We call him Jimmy. But you don't get near him, you know, unless you're one of the speakers or the influencers there. Whereas at this event, you get to speak to the speakers. They're business owners like you and me. They're creators like you and me. So definitely worth doing it and, and being in that. And it's an intimate environment. We're looking for 300 attendees. So it'll be an intimate environment to get to get a hold of, hold of these people. So then the last thing that I wanted to talk about is the shorts challenge. So I was sitting there thinking to myself, as, I, as you do at the start of the year, again, why this episode is not evergreen. And I was thinking, what can I do? What could I, what could I really challenge myself with this year to do something different? I've got almost 3,000 subscribers on my YouTube channel. How can I accelerate that? How could I get to 10,000 this year? What am I gonna do that's different, that's gonna accelerate me, where I'm not gonna look back in the year, because if I look back at this year, and I look at how many videos I've published, I would probably say there's not a massive amount. Now, don't get me wrong, we did increase our video output, we definitely, I'm just going back and looking on YouTube Studio right now. The first video I published, the first actual YouTube video I published this year was my new channel, um, you know, my new welcome to my channel video, which was February the 2nd, 2023. And then there's probably 20 videos after that. There's a few shorts that I did and there's some live videos I did, but it's about 20 videos. So for me to go from, a thousand to to almost three thousand during that time with twenty odd videos. How can I get to ten thousand? What's my strategy going to be to ensure that happens? And really, what I've decided to do is do a bit of an experiment, which I've done before and it worked really well. And I'm also going to track it quite religiously. I'm going to come up with a tracking process in the next couple of days, but I'll kind of give you my idea of it now and then you'll understand what we're doing. So what we're gonna do is a short form piece of content every day. Now the idea about doing a short form piece of content every day is uh, there's a couple of things to it. The first one is that I want to get into the habit of creating content every single day. Now I know, even for somebody like me that's created a lot of content before, I know probably the first couple of times I did it, I do it, it's gonna take me between 10 minutes and 30 minutes, 10 to 30 minutes. As I get going and as we create more of this content, I reckon we could film it, edit it and upload it. Actually, I'm probably gonna outsource it, but forget that bit for now. 
but I could probably film it, edit it and upload it in 10 minutes by the end of it. So can I say to myself and commit to myself that every day after my morning routine, I'm going to create a short form piece of content. Then what I'll do is I'll give it to my VA and ask her to publish it across the platforms. Uh, in reality, just to be really clear with you, the first couple of times I'm going to do it myself. After that, I'm going to give it to an editor, which might be my VA. She might do that as well, but most likely a, a professional video editor, not necessarily uh, someone that does this stuff all day, every day. I'm going to give it to them. They're going to edit it, and then it's going to come back to the VA. The VA will publish it. That's probably the workflow that I will follow in the end. But right now, I'm focused on the fact that can I create, can I have 10 minutes to create this piece of content and get it onto the platforms. And then what happened, what will happen after 28 days of doing that? Now I call this the shorts challenge. So if you go to shortschallenge.co.uk, you can get involved in this with us. I'm recording this on the 3rd of January. Hopefully this is gonna go out on my podcast tomorrow on the 4th of January. Uh, no pressure to my VA to get this sorted, um, but we're going to start it on the 7th of January. So you can come and do it with us on the 7th of January in a group. So the great thing about doing these kind of things is I like to do it in a group. I'll be talking about it loads on my socials as well. If you follow the King of Video page, when we publish the episode, you'll see all the stuff there as well. And it'll be on my YouTube channel. The great thing about doing stuff as a group is it gives you motivation for me. Now, the Shorts Challenge will email you every day. So it says, hey, have you done your video today? You then have a place in the YouTube community, youtubecommunity.co.uk, where you then go and pub, um, you, you go and drop the link of the video that you've done. So again, you'll see the people that have done it before. I think we did it in May last. I think that's the last time we did it. Um, so you'll see all the people that did this for 28 days and their videos and the results that they've got. And I wanted to do that really because I wanted, with some of the challenges that people do, you take them and you don't get to see what other people have done in real life. Like I, I can't hide it. That's their videos. They've published it. So you can see that for yourself. And so you do it in a group. You've got a place where you can go and post the videos. So that should help it as well in terms of views. And you can share and, and get involved in that kind of stuff. And it's all starting on Monday next week on the 7th of January. I'm saying the 7th of January like it is Monday. I, I just assume it is. I'm pretty sure... That is the case. <laughs> Monday's the 8th. Brilliant. Well done, Matt. Well done, Matt. You've got the date wrong. 8th of January. We're starting on the 8th of January. In reality, uh, the reason why I say the 7th is because what I usually do is on the night before we start, I do a live video and we just talk about the process of what's going to happen over those seven days. And, and in, also in reality, you can actually start at any time. It's an evergreen piece of content. You know, it's an evergreen challenge you can just go and sign up for it and start it straight away. Now, there is a cost associated with it. I think it's £27. £27, I'm going to say that, which is about $35 if you're listening in the US. And I have had people take this challenge all around the world. So they're not just UK-based people like I am. If you're in Australia or in America, you can get involved in this as well. Just you, there will be a conversion rate for your fee, which £27 is about $35. And I think that's it, really. That... Oh, no, because the other thing I want to tell you then is, is what I'm going to do off the back of that. So my view is like, okay, what can I do for the year? I'm going to do a short form piece of content. Now, we have the podcast episode that goes out every week. So I am publishing a piece of content to YouTube every week now. So that makes me feel better. I am going to look to add to another piece of content that's not the podcast. Because I don't think the podcast 
is going to have as much of a positive effect on the YouTube channel as creating like useful, helpful content. I like to do how-tos. I like to show people how to do editing. I've got a few ideas for some descript videos, that kind of thing. So I'm going to make sure that I've published one long-form piece of content as well as the podcast. So that's two pieces of long-form content plus a video every day. Which sounds like a lot, and, it, and it, it should sound like a lot if you're just getting started. But please remember, with the podcast, I film this like I am with you. You're listening to this now, I'm filming this in live, and I give it to my VA, and she does everything else. So if you're doing this yourself, please know that there's, that piece of work needs doing by somebody. You're not there yet, maybe. So just focus on, let, let's start with the shorts challenge. What if we just got into the point of creating a, a piece of content 10 minutes every day uh, putting it out on the socials you could just start with youtube i know um uh, melanie when who did my challenge last time she just did it on youtube and got great results she was sending me screenshots of the the results it weren't viral videos she definitely wasn't getting viral videos but she was getting hundreds of views uh, more than hundreds on some some occasions um and it was increasing the subscribers on her channel as well so it had an impact and it certainly had more of an impact compared to doing nothing. So what if we did that for 28 days? So how I'm going to measure this is, and this is the bit that I'm, um, it's the last thing for this episode. I'm going to measure this is, I'm going to have an Excel spreadsheet and I'm going to go, and I'll make this available in the challenge actually. I think it's a good idea for you guys to be able to have a tracking sheet as well. And it's going to have the title of the video. It's going to say, it's going to have a link to the video. So you can put the link to the video. So you can always go and check it as well. It makes it easier to go back and check it if you've got the link. It's going to have how many views it got in 24 hours. How many views it got after five days. How many views it got after a week. I think that's it. Maybe I'll go one, three and seven, something like that. And this is just a way of, so So then what would happen is when I get to day three of publishing a video every day, I then go back to my day one, just check the views, make a note of the views, go back to creating the video every day. When I get to day seven, I go back to day one, check it, just add the views. It sounds like a lot of work. It isn't. It's a very quick thing. And, and that's why you put the link to the video so you can quickly click it, check the views, make a note of it. What's going to happen with this tracking is then you will start to see some trends in your own videos what videos are working what videos take a little bit of time to take off if you're just purely doing this on youtube with shorts not instagram or tiktok which i do recommend you put them on there as well and see the impact that it's going but i know that appreciate that's more work for people if they're on their own but if you're just doing that on short some shorts videos can take two weeks before they take off it might be something that's happening in the world contextually that means your video takes off at that time. So you could then go, what happens after two weeks? What happens after a month? And of course you can outsource this tracking as well. So once you start it, I would say do it yourself, maybe do it for seven days. And then if you've got a VA, VA is a virtual assistant. If, if you're not a, a business owner or if you're just a creator getting started, you might not know what a VA is, it's a virtual assistant. So you can have somebody that goes and does that work for you and just keeps track of those numbers and then maybe like once a week or once a month you can review those and look and see like okay this piece of content seems to be taking off i should do more pieces of content like that now you can visually do this yourself you can go and look on your youtube shorts you can look on your tiktoks and you can see the numbers but by having the tracking sheet it will help you see it in a much clearer way over a period a longer period of time okay i hope all that makes sense 
So just to summarise and stick with me this, for the summarise, so for the summary, because then my view, my listen duration on the podcast will help. Um, the summary is celebrate with me because we've got an achievement here. We're, we're monetized now. Two Fest is happening, May 23rd. Come and grab a ticket. There's a discount if you go to the website and then sign up for the mailing list, you'll get a 10% discount. So make sure you uh, take that offer. And also, Shorts Challenge, shortschallenge.co.uk, you can come and get involved. Now, you know, on this podcast, I'm not going to just be pitching these things to you. I hope you found some value in the plan that I've got. I will be reporting back on this plan, this 28-day plan I've got, and let you know how we got on. But it's... I just wanted to invite you really to come and get involved in some of the stuff that we're doing. I know some of you listeners have come and joined the community and it's not been as much of an active community as I'd like it to be. So we're going to make sure that we up up that over the next few weeks as well. But come and join, come and get involved. That's what YouTube is about. You can't sit and listen and watch for the whole time. You've got to stop consuming and start creating. All right, my name is Max Hughes, King of Video. Thanks so much for listening. Please rate this episode a 5 out of 10, and I'll love you forever. Thanks, bye-bye. Okay, I may have said rate this a 5 out of 10, but of course you knew that I meant a 5 star out of 5. I mean, honestly, I don't know where my brain's at sometimes. So, yeah. What a low way to end the episode. Bye.